In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Wednesday in the 32nd week in the ordinary time of the churches here. Today, being the 10th day of November, we celebrate the memorial of St. Leo the Great. Let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us and inspire us in all we do. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dearly beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is Where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? The first reading today is taken from the book of Wisdom, chapter 6, from verse 1 to verse 11. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 17, from verse 11 to verse 19. Like I said earlier, we are celebrating the memorial of St. Leo the Great. Who was he? He, Leo the Great, was elected Pope in the year 440 A.D. Leo the Great shepherded the church during most difficult times. He confronted and turned back Attila the Hun, witnessed the vandals' sack of Rome, and through it all cared for his people. His beautiful and profound homilies gave the Christian community courage and strength in, the, in living their Christian faith. Fittingly, he has been called Pope Leo the Great. He died in the year 461. This is the person we we'll celebrate today, one who was able to insist and persist in righteousness, confronting evil, and making every human effort to care for his own flock, the members of the Holy Family of God, the Church, keeping them encouraged through his homilies and building their boldness and their strength to remain firm and faithful to God despite the challenges and troubles of life during their own time. And today, we celebrate him. He is referred to as Leo the Great because of his greatness in perfection, his greatness in administration, his greatness in seeking to do the will of God. Dear children of God, today we saw in the gospel reading the healing of the ten lepers. After Jesus healed the ten lepers, only one turned back, only one came back giving thanks celebrating God's healing in his life. And Jesus looked intently on him and said, Where are the other nine? Then we are healed. Why is it that there is only one that came back giving thanks to God? And this one that has come back is even a foreigner. The others who are of Jewish origin had gone their way, even though Jesus told them, Go and show yourself to the priests. Where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? Why have they not come to show gratitude? 
Why have they not come to appreciate the goodness of God? And why Jesus was concerned about the situation is the step taken by this one, um, if you like, alien leper was not just mere thank you, was not just mere thanksgiving, was not just mere gratitude to God. As many of us do when we are blessed, we go to church, we offer a thanksgiving sacrifice, we celebrate God, but go back living in sin. This man's step, first of all, he made a U-turn. He changed direction and moved opposite direction to where he was moving initially. In other words, there was conversion, there was repentance, and there was return to the Lord. A wholehearted return to the Lord. He renounced his old ways of life and turned back to the Lord. Remember that as at this time, among the Jews, leprosy was considered a punishment for sin. So that U-turn movement he made is symbolic of repentance and conversion, renouncing his old ways of life, his sinful way of life, and adopting the way of righteousness. He came to Jesus and fell down on his face, lay prostrate before Christ. A sign of total self-surrender to God, total self-surrender to our Lord and Master. Asking, do with me whatever you will. And then he opened his mouth and was praising God. He followed Jesus, praising God. In other words, he picked up a new way of life, the way of discipleship, the way of righteousness. He praised God by his lips and with his lifestyle. He followed Christ for the rest of his days. The question today is, like this ten lepers, we too have enjoyed different kindness, different forms of blessings, different forms of good tidings from the Lord. And we have come in various forms, times, and ways to offer our thanksgiving to God. But we must ask ourselves, does our thanksgiving take the shape and the nature of these lepers' thanksgiving? Or are we like the other nine who just went to show ourselves to the priest? We come with gifts to the altar in thanksgiving to God and go back living in our old ways of life. The life of sin, the life of wickedness, the life of oppression, the life of ungodliness, the life of immorality, the life of extortion and exploitation, the life of abuse, the life of lies. This is where the word of God came confronting the people of the Old Testament in the book of wisdom, the first reading of today. For God tells us there that rulers, exalted people, people in privileged positions, judges must learn to return to the Lord and serve God wholeheartedly rather than using their exalted position to do evil. We must come back to God and serve Him sincerely. And then the Word of God tells us in our first reading, in part, to you then, O monarchs, my words are directed, that you may learn wisdom and not transgress. That we may learn wisdom and not transgress. 
for whatever we have and are, are from God. Many of us will thank God for our beauty, but we, our, our, our sinful way of life is informed by this gift or this blessing of beauty we have received from God. Many of us will thank God for our, you know, uh, political um, uh, breakthroughs, but our evil ways of life is brought about, if you like, by this exalted position. Many of us are celebrated because of the mighty works God does through us as men and women of God. And we give thanks to God for that. But after this thanksgiving, we go living in sin, informed by this privileged position. Many of us will thank God for our wedding. But we go back after the thanksgiving to live in idolatry, in adultery, in ungodliness, in masturbation. Many of us will thank God for all the job we have. We thank God for different things God has done for us. But even that for which we thank God for has become the platform that has kept us away from God in the life of sin and ungodliness. Many of us will go through challenges, difficulties. We are going through trying times, like it happened in the case of the time of Pope Leo the Great, Leo the First. But even instead of becoming like Saint Leo the Great, instruments of encouragement and motivation unto others to hold on to God amidst their troubles and challenges, who have become motivators for sin, ungodliness, and evil, trying to beat the evil systems, the trouble, the, the, the tribulations of our time, the challenges of our time with other forms of ungodliness and evil, and so continually increasing the evil we complain about in the society. We complain about injustice and we are unjust unto others. We complain about immoralities and we live in immorality. We complain about poverty and we impoverish others. We complain about, um, um, if you like, different forms of sins and we continue even ourselves living in those sins. Today, Jesus is asking you and I, where are the other nine? And the other nine include all of us. Who will come to offer our thanksgiving to God on the altar, but our life, our hearts are far away from God? The thanksgiving, the testimonies we give on our lips does not influence the way we live our lives. Dear child of God, therefore, today God invites you to make your life a life of thanksgiving. A life of testimony by returning to the Lord and rededicating yourself to Him, renouncing every form of sin, every form of evil, and every form of wickedness. And dear child of God, you know what? If you will make that resolution to go back to God with all your heart and resolve to serve Him with purity of heart, He will supply you the grace and the enablement that comes from the Holy Spirit to attain that holiness that you desire. Even though we live in a world that is characterized by so much of sin, 
sin, immorality, ungodliness that is characterized by different forms of challenges, troubles, afflictions, and pains. But if you return to the Lord with all your heart and resolve to do His will, He will hold you by His hand and then give you that enabling grace to be truly an exceptional child of God, even amidst the challenges and trials of this world. And that is why I pray for you today that you may be strengthened in your resolve to follow Christ wholeheartedly and enjoy the graces you need to be truly holy through Christ our Lord. Dear child of God, go back today like this leper, the foreigner, and surrender everything to God in appreciation to God for the gift of life and for every other good thing that you have enjoyed from God. And if you think God has done nothing good for you, appreciate Him even for the challenges He has allowed your way for all are translating into glory for those who hold on to God. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And do have a great week.